Uh, so today is Father's Day, so uh, <laughs> I'd like to celebrate all the fathers here. Uh, it's a wonderful privilege being a father, um, and fathers are a wonderful gift uh, to the family. And it's right that we acknowledge that, and it's right that we have a day like Mother's Day just to recognise uh, the contributions that fathers make. But for some, this can be a day that is, um, have mixed emotions, depending on your own experience of a father. Um, some of us, and, and I found myself in that, I had a really excellent father, and really thank God for him and his example. But for others, that's not necessarily the case. Um, and, uh, and so these days can be uh, a bit challenging. And, um, and so I wanted today to focus on our wonderful Heavenly Father, because Amen. He is excellent, and He will Amen. always be excellent. He will never let us down. Hallelujah. And so that's what we're going to look at today, um, our wonderful Heavenly Father. So, uh, I will try and get this right. And we're going to focus on uh, just a few verses from Romans chapter 8. And it says there, for those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. The Spirit you received does not make you slaves so that you, are, so you live in fear again. Rather, the Spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship. And by him we cry, Abba, Father. Amen. The Spirit testifies with our spirit that we are children of God. Beautiful. Now these are wonderful <coughs> verses. And they speak of our adoption of, as sons through the Holy Spirit. And a wonderful relationship with God as our Father. Uh, the words that are used there, Abba, Father, are um, an intimate expression of Father, like Dad or Daddy. So it's a, uh, what Paul is trying to convey here is that we have a, not only is, are we a, do we have a Father, but we have an intimate relationship where you would where you'd speak to someone very close to you uh, in, in a language that you would use to someone who's very close, rather than a distant father that you might, uh, you might otherwise think of. And, uh, and, so, and so the Spirit is saying, actually, I have brought you into adoption as sons. And when, when we talk about sons, of course, we mean uh, sons and daughters, but the reason sons is used here is because that was, in that day, the position of privilege and honour and of inheritance. And so in that context, we're all sons. Now, elsewhere in the Bible, it talks about sons and daughters. But the point is, is that there is no difference between anybody who is in Christ, anybody who is part of the Spirit of God in them, whether you're male or female, you have the same rights as sons as was understood in those days. So why... Why is having a father so important? Why, is it, why does it matter? Why does it matter that God is our father? Why isn't he just God? Well, actually, um, it really does matter. It matters an awful lot. Now, I was, uh, uh, as I was preparing for this, I did a little bit of an internet search, and, and I found a report um, that was written into um, the effects of absent fathers. And this report actually was a summary of about 30 or 40 other reports that had been made over the last um, 
10 years or so. And so this report brought all these findings together and summarised it all. Now, it's a very long report. I won't bore you with it. Um, but it was a very interesting summary that it came up with. In, uh, that it, looked at very, it looked at academic abilities and, and outcomes. It looked at all sorts of different things. But one thing, one of the conclusions that it came to uh, was this. Oh, that seems to have gone on. There it is. Okay, so this was uh, one of the conclusions. Children with an absent father tended to be more likely to suffer from anxiety, depression, and low self-esteem, which can lead to behavioural problems, substance abuse, and mental health issues in adulthood. That's quite a, a stark finding. And as I say, this wasn't a, a one-off report. It was a, a summary of many reports. Now, before I go on... I want to state very clearly that this is not always the case. And uh, we have uh, wonderful examples in this church of single parents bringing up incredible children. Amen. And Amen. who are not in the least bit uh, like this. And we, we have the privilege of spending time with some of these kids um, you know, on, a, on a regular basis. Amen. And uh, they are incredible. So I want to say, and actually this is both past and present, um, so, you know, our, uh, as parents here, you do an incredible job. Amen. And I want to honour you in that. So I, I, don't, I don't want you to think, oh, I'm going away really fearful. If you're a single parent today, my kid's going to turn out like this. You know, we have a wonderful God Hallelujah. who is more than capable and more than adequate to overcome whatever we lack as parents. And, uh, and so I just, wanna, just want to you know, lay any fears on that, on that score because uh, God is good and God has enough grace for us. Mm as parents, um, whether, whether there's one or two of you. But I did find this finding really interesting. Mm. And in particular, the fact that a lack of father led to anxiety, which is caused fear. Mm. And, uh, and, and, and straight away, that verse jumps out. Because I wouldn't necessarily have thought, you know, the verse that we, we were looking at, that we're looking at says, the spirit you received does not make you a slave so that you live in fear again. Rather, the spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship. And so what this verse is saying is that the antidote to fear is to know a good father, is sonship. And that's what this report is clearly saying. Without a father, you leads to anxiety and depression. But with a, knowing a good father... It alleviates and, and deals with fear. And you see, I was thinking, well, that's interesting because I wouldn't necessarily have thought the antidote to fear is to know a father, but God knows us. Amen. God knows us. He knew that actually that's what you need. When you live in fear, you need to know a good father. Amen. Amen. And so this is what this is what that survey was showing. This is what this is what these verses are all about. Or at least partly about. And the reason, the reason people live in fear, and, 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 and what, what Paul here is alluding to, is that, um, it, which he addressed in the previous verses, is that when we live under the law, uh, so in, in chapters 5, 6, 7 um, of Romans, he's, he spends a long time looking at what it's like to live under the law Amen. and under slavery. Amen. And the problem with it is that it's, 
Whatever you do is not enough. You have to work to get approval. You have to work to get whatever you need. You have to fight for yourself uh, under the law. And you're a slave to it. And the best you, and if you don't do very well, you're going to get punished. That's what the law says. If you don't meet this mark, you're going to be punished. And so there's fear. And so there's always this, this sense of, of needing to achieve, needing, to, uh, needing to, to, to be good enough. And, and, and so this, and, 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 uh, and, it, and in the Old Testament, that's how they lived. And they had to try and achieve something. And they had to, and so it, it became very competitive. You know, I need to be better than you. And, and, uh, and I need to show that I'm more holy than you. Because then I'm going to get the blessing. Amen. And, uh, but it was always under that consciousness, have I done enough? Am I good enough? Mm-hmm. And, that, and that brought about slavery and a bondage. Mm-hmm. And it brought about fear. But the antidote to that is to be brought into sonship, into a place of full acceptance, a place of honour, a place where, where we are known and loved and accepted, uh, just as we are. Amen. And that's what the Holy Spirit does. He, he brings about our adoption to sons and removes that sense of fear and needing to achieve. So the Father, you see, is ultimately the provider. That's what he does. He provides for us. Amen. What does he provide? Well, the most important thing he provided was his son. Mm. We know that. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. Amen. That whoever believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. Hallelujah. That is the greatest provision he has given to Hallelujah. us. And why did he do that? Because he loves us. Mm. So that's the other thing he provides. He provides us with all the love that we ever need. And so he is the provider. So he provides love. He provided Jesus to be our sacrifice and our saviour. But he also provides hope. May the God of all hope fill you with joy and peace as you trust in him. Mm. He provides hope for us. Wisdom. He provides wisdom. If anybody lacks wisdom, you should ask God. Who gives generously. He provides, he is the provider. The resource giver. He provides strength. Those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. All these things are provided by a good father. And so that is why it's so important for us to know him. Mm. Now we we know him because we we are adopted as sons. We are brought into sonship because that's what the spirit does. And anybody who has a spirit of God is a son of God. So we know that. Amen. But so often we can move from a position of resting and enjoying sonship, going back into works and slavery. Yes. And we can move, we, we move in our heads, we don't move, you know, we are, we're always sons, but we forget who we are, we forget that we have a father. And we move to a place going back into fear and, and competitiveness and, and buying for one another and, and thinking that there's not enough and thinking I'm not enough, I'm not good enough. And so, and so the Spirit is there. The Spirit is here wanting to bring us back into that position. And it's through the Spirit, it says, get this right. the Spirit you received brought, you, uh, brought about your adoption to sonship, and by him we cry, Abba, Hallelujah. Father. By him we cry. Hallelujah. 
And I think this is really interesting because it's wonderful that at the end there uh, of the worship time, we just had a bit of time just engaging with the Holy Spirit. And it's so important that we do that because the Holy Spirit is incredible in what he does. Mm. And one of the things he wants us to know is he wants us to know the Father. You see, the Holy Spirit doesn't want to draw us to himself. That's I mean, right. he's God. And, uh, you know, you think, oh, the Holy Spirit's enough. But no, he wants us to know we have a Father. He wants us to have that because he he knows it's so important that we know that we have a Father. Because the Father figure is so important in our lives and and all that the Father is. And so it's through the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is constantly wanting to reveal the Father to us and to deepen that relationship with the Father. And so it's through the Spirit, he, we move from a sense of, yeah, I have a Father, to I know a Father. Beautiful. I know in my head I have a Father, I know in my heart I've got a Father. Beautiful. That's what the Spirit's done. He's constantly wanting to move us Beautiful. into that relationship. Amen. And what's incredible here is that what the, what, what the Holy Spirit wants to try and do is to move us to that same relationship that Jesus had with the Father. And the, the important thing about these, these words, Abba, Father, is that that is exactly the words Jesus used when he was talking to his Father. He had the most intimate relationship with his Father. If you read the Gospels, it talks about him frequently going away to lonely places to be with his Father. He loved that. He, that was what he, he got up early in the morning. He would do anything to be with his Father. Because that relationship was so close, so intimate, so wonderful. He got strength from it, he got joy from it, he got hope from it, he got everything from that relationship. And Paul is saying, you can have the same relationship that Jesus had with the Father. I mean, that blows my mind. How, that, that closeness, that's what he wants for you. He did, and he's not going to stop until we get there. Now, maybe, you know, you know and I think that's, a, that's an ongoing day by day, week by week, year by year process that we get to know the Father and the Spirit is passionate about that. He wants to take you to that point. He wants you to get there. Hallelujah. And we know that because this is the last verse. It talks about this. The Spirit testifies with our spirit that we are children of God. Beautiful. You see, he doesn't stop. He doesn't say, well, you're adopted as sons. Okay, you can get on with it now. Uh, you know, I'll come back in a few months' time and just check that you're okay. No, no. He continually talks to us. Beautiful. Our spirit. And says, you are a son. Amen. You're a son. I want you to know that. I want you to know every single day that you're a son. You're not abandoned. You're not uh, an orphan. You're a Amen. son. Beautiful. And he keeps on saying it. And as we engage with the spirit, that's what he'll tell us. Beautiful. He will remind us again and again, you are loved. You are, you are valued. Amen. You are known. Amen. You're precious. You're a son. Beautiful. You're a daughter of the king. Hallelujah. And so he testifies with our spirit. He speaks to our spirits. And as we, as we engage with the spirit, so he will tell us time and time again, you're a son. Mm. And so it's, that's why it's so important for us to spend time engaging with the Holy Spirit. Because he wants to. He is passionate that you have that relationship. He wants you to know the, 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 the Father the way Jesus knew him, the way he knows him. And so he will continually testify to us about the wonder of having and knowing 
and, and the joy of knowing the Father. Amen. Amen. I can remember, um, and I've told this story before, um, of, uh, of, of my, my, my flatmate at university, and a great friend, actually turned out to be my best man, I hope it's best man, but anyway. Um, <laughs> he was a great guy. Um, and I remember talking to him, he, was, he came from a, a very good boat, a home, um, and, and he was a Christian. And I, I said to him, I said, oh, you know, don't you know, you know I, I can't remember what the conversation was about, don't you know that God loves you? Because he was struggling with something. And his response was, yeah, but God loves everyone. And, and of course that's true. But what he was lacking, and, and you know, and I've I also grown since then uh, 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 in my relationship, was that he didn't know that individual, one-to-one love of the Father. Yeah. He hadn't experienced that. Yeah, he, had, he was saved. Um, you know, he'd, he'd given his life to Christ, but he hadn't seen that developing, growing relationship, that one-to-one intimate relationship, knowing a father who loved him individually, who, who had chosen him individually, who valued him individually. And that's, that was sad. And, I, you know, and I, actually, I've lost a bit of contact with him. But, um, you know, I, I pray that he grew in that, that he grew. Amen. And that's our, my prayer for, for myself and for everybody, that we grow and know what it Amen. is to have a wonderful father. Because, and that can be quite challenging. If our experience of father on this earth, earthly father, isn't very good, because we have a distorted view of, of what a father is. Our wonderful Heavenly Father is perfect. And He wants us to know that. He wants us to experience His love and His hope and His joy and, and, and His acceptance and His, 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 uh, his provision and all those things that He wants us to know and that intimate, close relationship. But one thing I also want to say... <coughs> which can be a quite a challenge for us, is that a father, and we may, we may want a father to be someone who prevents anything bad happening to us. That actually, if, 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 if we really truly had a father, then uh, nothing bad would ever happen. Mm-hmm. And of course that's not the case. No. You know, we, we live in, in the real world. Mm-hmm. And it's not the case with, with you know, uh, you know as, 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 as a father to children, of course. I wanted to try and shield my children from as much pain uh, as possible, but I can't do it all and it wouldn't actually be very healthy for them not to have gone through some of the stuff. And, and, and it was quite painful to watch some of the stuff they had to go through uh, as children, as teenagers, and even, even into adulthood, some of the stuff they go through. I can't stop that pain happening um, as much as I would like to. But actually, do you know what? It wouldn't have been good for me to have stopped it, because yes. they need to mature, they need Amen. to grow, they need to become uh, people who, um, you know, who are learning to stand on their own feet and trusting in God for themselves and so on and so forth. And if I if I protect them too much, or if I if I you know you know put over protect them, if you like, then actually they're not going to grow mature, they're not going to grow up. And God is the same mm. like that. Mm. What I can be to my children is with them in it. Amen. I don't, you know, and that, that's exactly what God is. He, he allows us to go through some tough times. But what he promises is, I'm not going to leave you in that. I'm going to be there right with you. I'm going to walk you through with you. And 
I'm going to be your strength and your hope and your provision and everything else that you need in that situation. But actually, it might be painful. You know, actually, you might have affliction at times. The Amen. Bible says that. And so when, when we go through these things, it's not we've been abandoned by our Father. And that's so important. He'd never abandoned us. Yeah. But he wants us to grow and mature, and he promises to be with us. Mm. And, uh, and so people struggle with that at times, thinking, you know, if God loved me, if I had a real Father, he wouldn't let me do that. Well, actually, that's not the case. He is with you all the way through it. I have a very simple story of the goodness of God. Um, and, uh, and it's simply this, that this week um, I've actually been suffering a bit with my leg. Um, uh, Fiona prayed for me last week. What happened, Fiona? <laughs> anyway, I'm not... No. Uh, but I've been struggling all week with it, and actually I've been losing sleep over it. And, um, and I, you know, <laughs> like most of us, uh, I'm, I'm not good. I'm not good at having slept. Um, uh, and, I, you know, at the beginning of the week, I, I was sleeping very little. Uh, and on Tuesday morning, I was feeling a bit, uh, I have to be honest with you, not best pleased. Uh, I had to go to a site visit at work. I nearly cancelled it. I thought, I'm going to go. It was a, a problem we've had on site for over a year. People had been there. They hadn't been able to sort it out. No one knew what to do. I thought, oh, I'll go. And I thought, oh, I hadn't slept. No, I don't want to go. Uh, why are you putting me through this? As, you know... You, you say these things to Tim, God. Why, do, why don't you call me? <laughs> Next time, Gary, I'll call you. And, um, anyway, so I, I thought, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll go, I'll go. And I, and I went there, I was feeling really tired, and I, and I sat down in, in the mess room of this place, and, and we were chatting away about the issue, and then suddenly something came into my head. That's what we can do. I thought... And I shared it with the guys, and I said, oh, what about this? And they said, that, that'll work. That will, that will work. And, they, and this guy had been trying to sort this out for over a year. And, and I thought, oh, okay. So we then, we then sort of did a few measurements. And, that, and, and then I said, oh, I'd, I'd better take it back to, to, the, to the guys, uh, my boss and, and, and the maintenance guys. And I said, and I said well, we've come up with this idea. And they said, oh, yeah, that'll work. Wow. And... And I'm, I'm, I'm paid to do that, I'm an engineer, but I, I can honestly say uh, that was God. Amen. 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 You see, although I was suffering a bit, he hadn't left me. Amen. <laughs> and he reminded me that, uh, that when I am weak, he is strong. Amen. Or, or in my weakness, I am Hallelujah. strong. Because of him. Amen. And it's a very simple, small example but actually, I, I think, actually, thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. That, okay, I'd rather not have gone through my painful leg, but I thank you that in the midst of that, you hadn't left me. Amen. And you had given me uh, just a bit of, bit of inspiration, a bit of thought came into my mind and unlocked a situation that had been locked up for over a year. Amen. And so he does that. He promises never to leave us. He promises to strengthen us and to be with us. So what I want to like us to do just in the last few minutes is, as we've done just now, I want us to engage with Holy Spirit, just because he wants to talk to us about how wonderful our Father is. He wants to, he's passionate about that. He wants to reveal afresh to you that you have a Father who loves you, 
who is for you, who provides for you in the midst of whatever's going on in your life, that you're not alone, you're not abandoned, you're a son, you're valued, you're precious to him. And, uh, and, and he wants to just to reveal afresh to you. So what I want us to do is just, I'll ask Joe to just to play, uh, um, just to, uh, so we can try not to get distracted. I won't do this for long. And while we do this, I'm going to read out just a few verses that speak of the wonderful Father that we have. Amen. And uh, they're going to be on the screen, but I'd rather just you listen. And, um, and maybe one of those verses really speaks to you Amen. about something in your situation and your particular circumstance. And if it is, then just, just blot everything else out and just focus on that. Let the Holy Spirit really speak to you through those verses. Or if none of the verses are only, you know, fine, don't worry, just let the Holy Spirit uh, just reveal the Father's love to you.
thank you, Holy Spirit, for bringing us into sonship, for bringing us into that intimacy with the Father. Thank you, Spirit, that you are speaking to us about the love of the Father. You're speaking to us about our sonship. You are passionate about that relationship. Thank you, Jesus, that we have rights as sons through your sacrifice. Thank you, Father, that you treasure us, that you value us, that we have a place of privilege and inheritance. We have a place of rest, a place of honour, a place of relationship. Spirit, will you in these times just deepen our understanding of our relationship with the Father? Thank you, Father, that Lord, you sent your Spirit, you sent Jesus so that we can know you, so that we can have that intimate relationship. Thank you, Father, that you are with us and that you are always with us.